Hey guys, I hope you're having a good day. What is a good day? A good day is when it starts and ends spending time with our wonderful Lord. We're looking at the glory of an unselfish, wonderful, humble Lord. Philippians 2, 9 through 11. Remember, an unselfish spirit produces unspeakable joy. We live in a day of self-love, self-worth, and self-exaltation. We are surrounded and saturated with selfishness. You don't have to be a super sleuth to see selfishness manifesting itself 360 degrees from where you are right now. Division, envy, strife, depression, anger, bitterness, prejudice, condescending attitudes, judgmental spirits, greed, lust, perversion, and so forth and so forth and so forth. Again, our world is saturated with selfishness. While wrestling with extreme selfishness on every side, all we have to do to be reminded of the most extreme act of selflessness in history is to pick up our Bibles. Motivated by love, Jesus left heaven and came to earth for one reason, to die for you and me. Wow. And yet, even as Christ unselfishly humbled himself as he set aside all the glories of heaven and came to earth to live as a carpenter and die as a criminal, men and women throughout the ages have continued to do as Isaiah prophesied. They've rejected Christ. They've despised him, grieved his heart, and turned their backs on him to go their own way. Mankind wants to be his own king, his own master, and his own lord. The world rejects Christ as king. The world refuses to submit to Christ as Lord. The world repudiates the fact that Jesus Christ is the final judge. So what does, the, what does God the Father do? What will he do? When women and women from all ages finally realize that Jesus of Nazareth was not an imposter to be spit at and scorned, but the Savior of all mankind, the very Son of God in the flesh, what did God the Father do? Wherefore God also hath highly exalted Jesus and given him a name which is above every name, that the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven, things in earth, and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. God highly exalted Jesus and gave him a name that is far above every other name in existence. At the name of Jesus, every knee in heaven, on earth, and under earth will bow. And every tongue of every believer and every non-believer will confess, admit, and say with confidence that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory, honor, and praise of God the Father. You see, no one has ever been more humiliated and despised than Jesus Christ. No one has been or ever will be exalted like Jesus Christ. God reminds us that he gave Jesus, get this, a name which is above every name, that the name of Jesus every knee will bow. Every proud, arrogant, agnostic, or atheistic unbeliever who personally exalts himself above the Lord by mocking and ridiculing and rejecting Jesus Christ will be shocked into reality when they bow before Jesus in humility. One day the Herods, the Hitlers, the Stalins, and the Putins of our history who exalted themselves above God, denying the truth of God's word, will bow in utter submission to Jesus Christ as Lord. That day will come and may be closer than any of us realize. Did you notice Paul's emphasis on the name of Jesus? Wherefore God has highly exalted him, given him a name, which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow. When Peter and John were used by God to heal the lame man in Acts 3, they were confronted by the religious leaders and asked this question, 
By what power or by what name have you done this? You just have to love this story. The confidence we see in Peter and John, the confusion experienced by the religious leaders, and the contagious joy in all those who witnessed the healing of the man who was lame for 40 years. While Peter and John were speaking to the people, they were confronted by the priests, the captain of the temple guard, and some of the Sadducees. These leaders were very upset and disturbed that Peter and John were teaching the people that through Jesus there's a resurrection of the dead. They arrested them, and since it was already evening, they put them in jail until morning. But even though Peter and John were put in prison, many of the people who heard their message believed it. So the number of believers grew to about 5,000 men, not counting the women and children. The next day, the council of all the rulers and the elders and the teachers of the religious law met in Jerusalem. Annas, the high priest, was there, along with Caiaphas and other relatives of the high priest. They brought uh, in, in the two disciples out of prison, demanded, by what power or in whose name have you done this? Remember, when we talk about Jesus' name, we're talking about his ultimate power and his ultimate authority. Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, spoke, Rulers and elders of our people, are we being questioned today because we've helped a crippled man? Do you want to know how he was healed? Let me clearly state to all of you and to all the people of Israel that he was healed by the powerful name of Jesus Christ the Nazarene, the man you crucified, but whom God raised from the dead. There is salvation in no one else. God has given no other name under heaven by which we must be saved. The members of the council were amazed when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, for they could see that they were ordinary guys with no special training in scriptures. They also recognized them as men who had been with Jesus. The religious council did not know what to say. So they decided to warn them that they were not allowed to speak in Jesus' name again. They feared the name of Jesus, not knowing that they would someday bow before him. By the way, we do not need to wait for that day to humbly bow before our Lord. Bow the knee. Learn, to true, learn true humility from Christ and humbly bow your knees and heart to the Lord every day. Jesus Christ is Lord. Yes, every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord and God the Father will be glorified. Someday Jesus will be called the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. As we read in Revelation 19:16, someday all nations and tribes and tongues will recognize Jesus as Lord. But we don't have to wait until the final chapter of this world's history to honor him as Lord. If Jesus Christ is your Lord, then he's your master. Let him have ultimate authority in your life. Honor him as your majestic king. Lord, I bow my heart before you and recognize that you are my Lord, my master, and my king. And what a wonderful, wonderful Lord he is. Hey, I'm sorry, our time's up for today. today. I think I could go on and on today, but our time is up. But this is the day the Lord made. So let's rejoice and be glad in it. And I hope that you have a really, really good day.